0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm sarah gulseth
1: and i'm peter slayton not andy
0: yeah not andy this week this week andy's on vacation so i have some uh some fantastic co-hosts joining me in studio talking about some really great topics i had i had uh the co-host that i invited to to host with me um i had them pick the topics so if you have any issues (laughs) i'm just saying blame blame the co-host no i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) these are all really great topics this week look i
1: work in social media i can totally (laughs) handle it that's not a problem that's actually at all. True. Feel free to send me an email or Facebook message. I'm you totally heard it.
0: Happy to you talk heard to it, coffee hour listeners. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Peter wants to hear your complaints. <laughs> <laughs> well, and
1: the compliments. it would be nice too, if there are okay. any of those. Okay. You know, or that's or fair. further thoughts to develop what we've discussed. <laughs> all so of that's Peter, great.
0: Since you chose this topic and our awesome guest that's on yeah. the phone, why don't you introduce it for us?
1: This we have joining us, Pastor Matt Richard, who is pastor at Zion Lutheran Church in Gwinner, North Dakota. I've known Matt for quite a few years now he's a great pastor up there and we're going to talk to matt about uh your evangelical american evangelical friends and particularly those of us who have kind of made the transition from evangelicalism into being lutheran and what that looks like and how we can um, communicate better with each other throughout (laughs) that process that that about sum it up for you there pastor richard yeah, that's it's a
2: great topic. It's a lot of fun to talk about and think about.
1: Yeah, and and Matt has done a lot of study on this. Um, he and I have had many many conversations about this. You know, uh,
2: I, I actually have a
1: evangelical background. That's how I grew up, and so this is very close to my own uh, experience and and close to my heart, as many evangelicals <laughs> might say, and even us Lutherans as well. Uh, can say that. So, Matt, how about you kind of sum up a little bit of of what it is you've been been working on? And we'll start with our our first question for you here. What are some of the most common issues as a pastor that you're helping former evangelicals work through? Where do you see some of those biggest needs?
2: Yeah, I would say the biggest place to start and the biggest thing to consider is oftentimes we are using the same... Words uh, the same um, terms, um, obviously terms that come from the scriptures, uh, but within those terms we have different definitions, different working definitions. So for instance, you can use a word uh, such as faith, right I mean faith is is a very, very common word we see in the scriptures. and when we use the word faith, we cannot ex- we cannot assume as a Lutheran pastor or Lutheran's that we mean the same thing by faith. and so we have to stop and pause. Uh, with evangelicals coming into Lutheranism, we have to stop and ask the question and say, well, what do you mean by the word faith? And so we, we actually have to slow way, way down. I mean, <laughs> really, really slow down and, 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 and find out what the words are actually, how they're being used. Um, what is the definition of those words? So words such as faith, I mean, is, is faith something that is self-generated or is faith a gift of God created by, um, you know, the, by, by the preaching of the word, the Holy Spirit creating faith in us? Uh, two drastically different ways of understanding faith, one being self-generated and the other being created in us. Uh, So we cannot assume that we are um, using the terms and the words the same way. So that's something where we really have to slow down, uh, ask the question, how are we using these terms, and what do you mean by those words that you are uh, using and saying?
1: Sure. I I think one example that immediately comes to mind that might help our our listeners is when we're we're talking to to Mormons who most lutherans would recognize mormons are not of of the orthodox christian faith and one of the easiest ways to do that is to talk about how they define jesus and and the trinity and you'll very quickly discover that who god is to them is actually a very different kind of god and so that's kind of an extreme example i think of what you're talking about but it might be a little you know it's it's not that our our evangelical friends aren't christian but the way in which they're using their words can be very different from from what we're saying almost to the same level as as your as your mormon neighbor who actually is talking about something completely different right
2: yeah yeah and then the other part of it too is is also on the emphasis you know so when we have the christian faith you know you look at the the large spectrum of the the the, the uh, from creation to the end of uh, the Bible revelation. Uh, what is the main focus? What is the primary focus? Where you know, I guess maybe with, but you know, what 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 uh, emphasis on what syllable do you put when it comes to the Christian faith? So, mm. uh, what what aspect of the Christian faith is most focused upon uh, for the evangelical versus Lutheranism? Um, well, for us as Lutherans, you know, we focus on justification by grace through faith, uh, whereas not all evangelicals have that as a primary emphasis.
1: Sure. We, we look at Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, th- I
1: think that that's a great, great point. We look at that justification through Jesus, and even then, your evangelical friend will say, well, yeah, it's all about Jesus, but we talk about Jesus for us, and Jesus in justifying us. And they right, might talk about right. Jesus differently, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can, you can be Christ-centered, um, but then the question is, You know, if it's all about Jesus, uh, I've had many conversations with people saying, you know, you know, it's all about Jesus. And I'm like, absolutely. And when they say it's all about Jesus, it's all about them and their efforts and their endeavors to be, uh, you know, faithful towards Jesus. And so it's all about what they are doing to serve Jesus. But when I say it's all about Jesus, or when we as Lutherans say it's all about Jesus, it's all about Jesus for us as the Christian. And we have to remember, that Christ did not come to be served, but to serve and give His life as a ransom for many. And so, when we say about Jesus, it's all about Jesus. What do we mean by that? Is it about us focusing on Jesus, or Jesus focusing on us? Um, you know, so that that's a definitely uh, we see that there where we're saying the same thing, um, but meaning different things.
0: I see that a lot. I'm I'm in a, a Facebook group um, with with uh, people from a number of different denominations, and a lot of times I can read something. And if I take the words exactly how I read them, it it could be Lutheran. But I know because of the background and the, the worldview that they have, it's probably not what they meant. Um, so, speaking of social media, um, what kind of role can social media play when we're when we're trying to talk with our friends who who are maybe new Lutherans who who have left the Evangelical Church?
2: You know, social media is definitely a very, very powerful tool. I mean, there's definitely hang-ups with it to it as well. I mean, uh, definitely uh, you cannot receive communion through a screen, obviously. <laughs> um, but when it comes to social media, I think, I think one of the advantages of social media is that it is a point of uh, first contact for many evangelicals. Uh, social media has a way where you can engage with different topics and subjects um, really in a non-threatening way, so you can kind of basically look at Lutheranism, kind of kick it around and look at it and read about it, but it's not really um, going to be uh, really invading you. So you can just kind of, you can look at, you can even dialogue with Lutherans and visit with people, and you're really not necessarily, um, you know, sitting down face-to-face, so you can actually ask those tough questions. It's a little bit more safe environment where you can ask those tough questions to a stranger to get answers and to kick it around. Um, so that's, that's the positive aspect of social media, so it really serves as a place to introduce the idea um, and, and, and the theology of our, of our Lutheran heritage and, and, our, and our understanding of the Scriptures. Um, but then the problem exists is I think really what happens is once a person starts engaging Lutheranism um, and the, our theology, then I think that the next thing is that they need to get to a church as soon as possible. In um, some of my research on this is actually quite interesting. When you look at the research, individuals who um, joined the Lutheran Church, those who joined the Lutheran Church right away, they definitely had a lot of fear, you know, going into it. But, they, but for the most part, they had a lot of joy. It went from a very, very good journey to, to, to an absolutely great journey. But those who said, you know, I'm going to figure out this Lutheranism, understand uh, this Lutheran theology, but I'm not going to join the Lutheran Church, until I got all my ducks in a row, those individuals, they didn't experience fear, but they ended up getting very embittered, very angry. Um, and the reason for that is they got really, really frustrated staying in their evangelical churches as they were um, learning uh, this great Lutheran theology. So my encouragement for people is, you know, once you start engaging this Lutheran uh, theology and, and you're like, man, I really want to learn more, the, the best thing for your family and for the individual is to get to that Lutheran church right away and get into a uh, uh, new membership class, you know, to be confirmed into that Lutheran church.
1: So we've got a couple minutes here left, and we're re- reaching the end of our fantastic conversation with you. So my one of my questions is, as one of those pastors who is potentially receiving these kinds of individuals into your congregation, what do you do differently as, as you're catechizing them, as you're working with them, uh, teaching them this in some ways newfound faith, not that they weren't Christians before, but there is so much new here that they feel like, I, I used to use the phrase, everything I know is wrong, and I just <laughs> have to relearn everything. I mean, that's kind of how it was for me as I was making that transition. What sorts of things do you as a pastor keep in mind, and what kind of advice can you give to other pastors or or lay people who are encountering these people entering into their congregations or on social media?
2: Yeah, I, I think what we have to understand is, Again, uh, we we have to go beneath the terms. We have to look at the... the it's a whole worldview. I, I mean, that's a complicated term, but it's a whole worldview shift in the way that we understand Christianity. Um, and so it, it's going to be a, a whole toppling of a system of thinking, the way of thinking, and it's a, be, it's a reintroduction of a new way of understanding it. And the primarily understanding is is i would say that the the biggest thing to understand is for evangelicals coming into lutheranism um, the, the the evangelical is going to be in a position of being receivers uh... confessing sin uh... you know beating our chest saying that we are poor miserable sinners and receiving god's gifts and so instead of climbing the ladder instead of uh... you know uh... going up and and trying to get higher and higher and higher The biggest goal for evangelicals is for them to understand that there is no climbing, that the Lord comes to you. So the biggest thing is to get evangelicals' hands to quit climbing up that ladder, but to have those hands turned the other way to be open uh, to receive the gifts of the Lord. And so that is going to be the biggest shift, the biggest change, and once you can get them to understand that, that that faith is receiving God's gifts, then it seems that all the other aspects just kind of fall into place. Uh, so going from climbing to receiving would be uh, the the biggest, biggest shift that needs to happen in that worldview.
1: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing with us today, Pastor Matt Richard. Um, you The Coffee Hour. <laughs> yeah, Christianity is about receiving. <laughs> and it's okay to go to church to get stuff. That's, that's wonderful. Jesus. I'm Peter Slayton.
0: I'm Sarah Golseth. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. We'll have more coming up the rest of this week with some more guest hosts. Stay tuned.
2: The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO, the listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO radio, visit kfuo.org or text KFUO to 41444. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half-mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline.